Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We're bringing you what Ben and David collectively described as Progcore, a second outing to you in Ithaca's They Fear Us. I do interest in Gabe's take on it. But before we do that, let's introduce everybody. We got uh, the Reverend Ben Lindsay, the Dr. David Pizzo, and the murder basementer, Gabe Cooper. How y'all doing tonight, gentlemen? Murdering basements. Someone asked her. That's right. Um, yeah, I'm uh, enjoying a, a fine beverage, so I got that going for me, I guess. Same. So, as Tracy said, we are doing Ithaca, so they fear us, released on, well, I don't know exactly when it was released, because these things are kind of hard to find on the interweb sometime. July uh, Tracy, 29th. There you go. Tracy knows. So we asked Tracy, July 29th, 2022. Their second album has a runtime of some number. 35 minutes and four seconds. There you go. 35 minutes and four seconds. So Spotify has now put the date, release date on every album they have on there now. Apple too. Not every album. If you go back and one up, they're not on there. Um, the band is Sam Chiton Welsh on guitars, along with Will Sweet. Drummer is James Lewis. Bassist is Drew Haycock. Although he was only on the album and left shortly thereafter and was replaced. And the singer is Jamila Azuz. Don't know who produced it. Wouldn't you like to know? Allegedly. You would like to know. So Tracy, why did you pick this? Well, I picked it because I was, we decided to do the, what we missed for 2022. And I was like, looking through lists I wanted albums I wanted to hear that it came out that I felt like I should share or haven't heard yet and I saw that recent album and I hadn't listened to it yet I'm, like, I'm gonna put that on there just get that in there and make sure it gets listened to and like I figured Gabe might like it because I was came to came in this I'm expecting their first one and I was like Gabe will enjoy that David and Ben maybe not yeah you mentioned there was gonna be breakdown central and it I mean there's some of that but I'm not sure it would pass muster in uh, Boston public schools Probably not. We have to ask who's running curriculum up there, but uh, they should they should know better uh, than to uh, not put something with the, the appropriate amount of breakdowns in children's food, or sorry, you know, in <laughs> children's uh, school books. No, sorry. I think uh, I was you meant, slipping you meant the tongue, guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just a, a breakdown party there at the lunch line. Ever since Reagan, it counts as a vegetable. Indeed. Well, I think I will uh, get my take in real quick here, just because um, it seems to be more geared toward toward me than maybe to the other guys. Um, so I'm more or less in the bag for stuff that is more in the hardcore vein, just because of what I used to listen to before I came to metal. And also uh, stuff that does have the, uh, the emotional hardcore uh, component to it. I'm also sort of in the bag for that because I enjoy some of that stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, so I wouldn't say that this immediately grabbed me, but I liked it. And what I found really cool about it was the mixture of clean and harsh vocals. Um, I didn't find it, uh, you know, annoying and it kept things very interesting. Um, I think that they have some really cool songs. Uh, and I also wanted to point out that 
there are some weird tempo changes. I'm not talking about breakdowns, but there's some weird tempo changes toward the end of the record that I wasn't so sure about. Um, and I didn't think those fit very well with the vibe of the album. But otherwise, I thought it was pretty cool to listen to. Good words to hear coming this. Do you pass muster game? Um, no, I'll agree. Like, I'm, I was caught off guard because I wanted this blind hair, hair, knee promo, nothing like that. And I was actually caught off guard with the clean vocals. I was like, they're doing that now because she did none of that in the previous album. It was just all harsh the entire time. And so it was actually nice to hear it in this album because I think she has a hell of a clean singing voice as well. And I'm glad that they're expanding that. And for me, this album moved from, I guess, you know, in my head, from hardcore to that post-hardcore territory to where they're doing stuff outside of just a hardcore realm. And I think that's a nice little touch, but I do think that they have not let up on their piss and vinegar any at all in their writing. I wish she used the clean vocals more. One of my problems is that, I know this makes me sound like a hypocritical tool, given I was just trying to sell you on a Sepultura knockoff band from Belo Horizonte, but I feel like it's real one note, her vocals, when she just screams at you. And I'm fine with screaming. I listen to a lot of music where people are screaming, but I don't know, man. But the her clean vocals are actually pretty good, and I thought the vocals in general were better on this album than the last one. I thought this album overall was better than the last one. It was. It did not annoy me nearly as much. I mean, I'm, it's not going to push it into A territory, but... um. You know, there's some atmospherics and some vibes, some moods it creates that I think that are pretty good. Maybe, again, it was Stockholm Syndrome because I listened to it a bunch of times, but um, I, think it's a, I think it's an improvement. It's still not exactly my thing, but that he happens. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like the clean singing, too. I will say that. I don't know that I thought it was that much of an improvement over the original or the initial record. Um, it's still British hardcore, maybe post-hardcore, uh, Tracy said. But, you know, it was solid for what it's supposed to be. I think it's really funny that David was complaining about this vocalist. The Troops of Doom guy is not that great either, so I would have to, <laughs> have to, have to raise, raise that issue there. But um, I think also that you 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 both tend not to like the hardcore style vocals, um, whereas uh, it, I think it's a it's a matter of getting used to it. And and Tracy also doesn't like the death metal stuff. He doesn't like the death metal vocals unless they're like varied, um, which is which is fair. But that's uh, I think those are our prejudices. Yeah. Like I'm good with like like with vocals. I'm weird in that like if it's if it's harsh, if it's one just harsh then it better be a damn good harsh and kind of suit the music. But if it's like a one and two, like there's two different, but they're two very distinctive, but, and that's only two, but there's no variation to two. I'm perfectly fine with them. Like I'm, I'm here. I'm ready for this. It's just like, as long as it's not just the one by itself solely, unless it's like Bruce Dickinson and more traditional singing style. Not everybody can be Pat and Mike Patton or Devin Townsend. So I don't hold that against them. But I mean, this was, I think, a mature songwriters as well. And the production values on this album is significantly better than their previous one was because that first one, it had a lot, like you would see that they had kind of duct tape, rubber band, and paper clipped their way into 
com- completing that album, like maybe in their garage or a friend they had who had like a quiet room they could record in. Uh, this one, I thought like they actually were able to get studio time in and produce and do firm with. And I think it shows dividends there. Um, and it looks like it was produced and mixed by Lewis Johns. So I was able to find that after a little more digging. I mean, it's definitely, it's not necessarily my cup of tea, um, hardcore, despite the fact that I really like hardcore punk. Um, but, you know, this is a, 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 it's a solid effort. There's, there's some good stuff on it. It's just not like, it's not something that I would seek out on my own. So it's good that we have the Tracy's of the world to point us towards these things, I suppose. I love this guardian. It adds near shoegaze levels of luminescence. <laughs> to the mix. Uh, I love that she lives in Berlin. That explains some things, even though they're a UK-based band. Oh, Berlin. I don't know. I This album is fine. It's an album, and I liked it more than the last one. So, so there. That's all I can ask for. It's got me really interested to see what they do with their third album, and kind of how they make that work there. Um. I do want to mention this album artwork because it looks like such a, a take on like 80s family portrait or family photo. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. Well, she's like in a throne and they're all sort of orbiting around her. Yeah. Yeah, she's the matriarch in this shot. Yeah, it definitely looks like some weird sort of Kmart shot. What is that um, That place in the mall that she used to go? Um Glamour shots. It's like a glamour shot album cover. Something like that. Yeah. Or like that one weekend in the year when Walmart and Kmart would have like a professional Photoshop there. So you can get family portraits made and printed there out of the Walmart photography. Yeah. Um, anything else? Anybody else like to add or should we move into tracks? I got nothing. All right. Let's uh, step forward into the breach and I'll go first. All of them, gentlemen. Cheers, man. I will uh, say that I liked uh, In the Way. That's a good opening track. Future says, thank you. They fear us. I also like Cremation Party and number five. Those are my top ones. They're very good at naming songs. Like I just learned about Camera Eats First this week. That's the people who take a shot of their food before they even touch it. Is what that's a reference to. Um, but yeah, I think the, they fear us is pretty good cremation party. You know, I, if, if I realize this again, I'll just put the album on and let it ride. It's not my favorite, but it, it won me over a bit. It's got some, as I said, some very cool moments in terms of the atmosphere it creates, which was really not a thing on the last album. So it's, it's, it's an album, you know, I can promise you that. It's a guarantee. I essentially like the middle of the album. Um, I think they Ferris is okay, but Camera Eats First and Cremation Party are the two standout tracks. All right, great, gentlemen. My poison, I'll go first. I'm going to give this an A- right there with Zoo and Ardor. Just not quite an A. I really think this is maybe slightly better than their debut, but really kind of just more of the same, C+. I'm going to go ahead and I will give this a B. Uh, I think it's good, and I would come back to it. Uh, I gave the last one a C plus. I'm going to come up just a little bit because I think it's a bit better. Uh, into uh, we're going to low B, lowest B territory. I'll give it an eighty. 
that gives us an average of an 84. When you said a B game, I had an immediate flashback to Obi-Wan Kenobi to Anakin. You were the chosen one. <laughs> and so. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I mean, the other the other problem is like, even though I kind of am drawn to some of this music, I don't really know it very well. So I think I'm I'm also lacking some context for like where this band fits in like, you know, metalcore right now. Like I could not honestly say whether they are cutting edge in the slightest for this, you know, particular subgenre that they they are in. Um and uh yeah. It isn't my favorite thing, but it's also not bad at all for, to listen to, I would say. So I think B is, B is really where I'm at, like like 86 is where I'm at. Yeah. So would you buy this gentleman? I'm going to assume the answer is no for everybody. I mean, I might. A lot of it depends on if big hardcore cuts in that subsidy check. <laughs> <laughs> but if I, I buy the album, then I, I get it. It doesn't make any sense. The the idea is for people like you, David, and you, Ben, to buy it so that I get so, so that I get you get the subsidy. Yeah. So that means and you I, get a subsidy. I buy three <laughs> albums and give one to Ben and David. I'm like, here you go. I mean, I would have it, Ben. That's what would happen. It would be a thing I had. And just yeah, on the shelf. I wouldn't be upset if somebody gave it to me, but I wouldn't buy it. I would just pull the two tracks that I really liked off and put them on a playlist somewhere. Up next, we have Gage's pick for the week in Hoff, All That Was Promised. I mean, is that, a, is, that a, is that a planet in Star Wars? It, is, it totally is Hoth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah, said Hoth. You said Hoth. 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 Close it enough. sounds better, man. It Good does. Don't don't work. fix it. <laughs> Good enough for government work. And chicken killing. Yep. This is what I should play in the killing room. What? What? Just play overboard for all the chickens. I wonder if it would be uh, considered cruel and unusual punishment to him. Tracy Hoth spoken. <laughs> God, <laughs> I think we're <laughs> listening. 